0: Welcome to Engaging Aging with Erin and Lauren. Join us as we share laughter, tears, and demystify the realities and silver linings that occur later in life. Hey, Lauren. Hi. So today... We were joking before. What are we talk about? Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna talk about sex, maybe.
1: <laughs> but we're
0: not totally talking about sex, um, and older adults, although there will be a little bit of that in today's conversation. I,
1: I feel like so many adult daughters are driving right now listening to this, <laughs> like, I'm not ready. What? Yeah, yeah. But it's more about intimate relationships just in general.
0: Yeah, I'd love to just talk about demystifying intimacy. Um I, you know, I see this happened yesterday. I was actually at the mall making a a return and I saw an older woman looking at a young woman in front of me, mortified Mm. at the lack of clothing Clothing. that was on the young woman. And we have this like polar divide in our society and our culture between generations. Mm -hmm. And... In, in the the definition of intimacy is so different, I feel like between the generations. Mm-hmm. And what I'm referring to today in intimacy, to be intimate with someone is to connect on a much deeper level.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We will talk about physical intimacy, which is equally, if not more important for older adults as it is for all humans but the, fit, the lack of clothing on this new generation is not signifying intimacy um, or sexual relationships. It's just a whole different way. Um, intimacy- <laughs> Following for, the trends, maybe? I don't yeah, don't Intimacy, was, as, as meant to be in this conversation today for this podcast, is about the lack of deeply connected intimate relationships Between partners, most older adults have either, one, lost that spouse, Mm -hmm. they have not had a deep um, emotional intimate relationship or physical intimacy in quite some time since the loss of a spouse, or they've stepped into caregiver role Mm -hmm. for their spouse Mm -hmm. and are missing the relationship they once had with that spouse because their relationship has now been redefined in a new way. And we just don't talk about it.
1: We don't. So it looks. So intimacy can actually be not the lack of int- intimacy, it could be not having the four phone calls that you used to have from your mom, right? Like you're not.
0: Yeah. I, you think about, a, oh, that's a great example. So a mother-daughter relationship. So maybe your mother used to brush your hair while she read to you or she rubbed your back when you were sick. And so she gave you a physical intimacy or you, you know, spent time hugging her or the it, studies have shown and we should have been prepared today to give some of these statistics, but physical touch
1: Diminishes greatly. Are you crying? I'm gonna cry. I can tell you, I'm I'm gonna gonna cry right now because I am sorry to interrupt (laughs) you. I have to share this like a beautiful moment that I had with my grandmother the other day. She, she and my grandfather came over to my parents' house for dinner, and um, she was just like, my grandmother's 85. She is like the most beautiful woman. We call her the queen, and um, she was just kind of like leaning on my mom's counter. And my grandmother growing up, and still to today, she has 11 grandchildren, and we'll all go up to her and sit next to her on the couch and say, Nan, can you scratch my back? And she will scratch our back. And it's so funny, because one time she said to me, "She's like, you know, I really don't enjoy doing this, but I've just always done it for my grandchildren, and she has done it for my grandfather. And so on Sunday night, when I went up to her, she was like leaning over the counter, and I just put my hand on her and I was scratching her back. And she looked at me and we had this moment of connection. And I said, I'm sorry. And she goes, what are you apologizing for? She goes, nobody ever scratches my back. And I, I got, I'm getting emotional because in that moment, I didn't realize that what she gave to everybody else. She needed. She needed. Yep. The power. holy smokes, Batman. Yeah. Like the, what? The
0: power. She's of,
1: never voiced that before. Because she has I don't never think said, we know we I love need my back it.
0: scratched. I don't think we know we need it. No. We, uh-huh. so where I was going with that earlier thought is like, you see our society as like these young people, all their skins out. We, mu- we must be so in touch and embraced with like all of that. But we're really not. We don't hmm. talk about the human need for physical touch for intimate relationships, deep human connection is a basic need for all of us and our overall well-being. And so when you look at an older adult, many of our clients, not all, but some of our clients who don't have intimate relationships, who don't have physical touch in their life, and it's a basic human need that's not being met. If you look at any older adult living in a care facility or community, usually the only physical touch they're getting is personal care. And that is complete opposite of their whole previous life. So the t- they, that's the one thing they did for themselves that mm-hmm. was not part, you know, they bathed mm-hmm. themselves or dressed themselves. They had compassionate touch through the stroke of a mother, you know, scratch on the grandmother, scratch on the back or sexual relationship with their partner. And now... It's, they get none of that, and the only physical touch is during personal care. So I feel very strongly that we can be change agents in this aspect of talking about the importance of it. Sim, I We talked about the adult daughter rolling her eyes. I've had so many client meetings with adult children who are, quote, unquote, disgusted by hearing about Either their parents. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to TMI right now. I'm sharing a lot of personal
1: information. <laughs> I'm just thinking about all the stories that we've talked about before, um, on what we see. My grand- it's beautiful. So
0: my grandparents retired in their fifties to Florida. So mm-hmm. they were really young when they moved to Florida, and we would spend. I spent a lot of weeks during the summertime down in Florida. And my grandparents, every single night, skinny-dipped together. So they had a pool, and they had a hot tub. And we always knew that that's what happened. I think they said, like, don't come out here. But, of course, you know, children are curious. And so I remember being a kid completely disgusted by the fact that my grandparents were naked together out in the pool. As an adult, I was just talking to, who was I talking to about this last week? But as an adult, as a married woman Mm -hmm. of... 13 years this month, um, that is so beautiful Mm -hmm. that they kept that intimacy between them. Yeah. Now it's gonna be my turn to cry. So my grandparents both passed away in the last two years during COVID in a nursing home um, where they could not be together except for twice they allowed, they just laid in bed together. There was They were both physically and my grandmother cognitively not able to have more than that for intimacy, mm-hmm. but they shared an intimate moment twice of being together, just cuddling in bed together, which was so important. So I've had adult children, I digress for a second there, but I've had adult children say like, "Ugh, my mother and her boyfriend, like I don't even want to know. Mm-hmm. Versus I say, celebrate that. Your mother has found a way to keep an intimate relationship alive and active in her life. Mm-hmm. which is so important to all of us that need for human touch we've had uh, I have a client right now whose husband has advanced Alzheimer's disease and he has a quote-unquote girlfriend mm-hmm. at the memory care community and although it's very painful for the husband of that woman and this wife of this gentleman to witness that I told them it's a beautiful testimony to your relationship because they're trying to recreate that he's finding somebody that's close to him now and she lives somewhere different that well no she's there every day but he doesn't remember who his wife is so he's replicating that void Mm -hmm. by having an intimacy with someone else beautiful so my early experience of the need for intimacy is i was a hospice volunteer Mm -hmm. and i was with someone in the literal final stages of her life and she was non-communicative she couldn't talk or Um, I would read to her, but I asked the daughter if I could brush her hair and give her hand massages while I was there. And it was amazing to see how much her body language and her breathing changed just through the gentle brushing of hair or a warm lotion hand massage. Mm -hmm. And I witnessed the power of that personal touch. Um, It's So it's not intimacy doesn't have to be this complicated thing. How can we connect on a deep level, human to human, with a back rub? Or sometimes we do this in client meetings, just putting your hand out and being present and holding their hand in that minute. We
1: all need it. We do. I want to say, too, though, it's not always touch. I know a lot of people that do not like you coming into their personal space. They don't want you touching them and it's finding ways of what the definition of inti- intimacy means for them. It could just be reading a poem. It could just be your presence. It could be you singing a song. I mean, there's so many varying definitions of what intimacy could mean. It's not always physical touch for people.
0: I think that's a great point. There's a wonderful book Called The Five Love Languages. I love the love languages. So there's one for couples, but there's one for children that I read, which was mm. fascinating. But one of, so essentially, the, if you haven't read the book, you should read it. It's a quick read. But essentially, although all humans can mm-hmm. receive and give love in five different primary ways, we all kind of have our individual way in which we most likely enjoy receiving mm-hmm. love and affection and giving it that way the best indicator of what your love language is is how you tend to give love mm-hmm. so i'm not going to get this right and i don't have it queued up here but
1: um one is physical touch, physical touch words of affirmation oh good job gift giving gift giving um quality time and one more? acts of service Nailed it. Shit.
0: Lauren what you just crushed that. Okay. You want to know
1: why I'm trying to learn the different love languages of the people around me? Because the way that I give love is not always the way that people receive love. So I need to know and be in tune just as much as you on the other side of me right now and how you receive. Yes. So that's, that's the intimacy. Yep. So once you
0: know someone's love language whether it's your parent, your spouse, your children, you are able to create an intimate relationship with them Mm -hmm. based on that give and take. So for my husband, it's physical touch. He loves to cuddle. He wants to hold hands. He wants his back scratched. He wants his feet massaged.
1: Uh, Ugh. High maintenance. Oh, my God.
0: I'm like your grandmother. I don't like doing it. I mean, I will if I have to, but that's not my thing. However, my daughter, one of my daughters is the same way. So she'll rub his feet. He'll scratch her back. It's a perfect relationship. I need to hear it. I am words of affirmation. I want to be told what you like about me or what's important to me if I had to assume you are a gift giver
1: You mean? You are? Yeah, what's yours? I'm physical touch. Oh, right. I like a nice big bear hug. Oh,
0: Yeah. I wish I, we didn't have this petition between us to <laughs> give you a big <laughs> hug right now. Uh, but I
1: do love to give gifts to people because I like to see their reactions. That's not necessarily my love language of receiving, but I just like to and create you can experiences have more than, for people. Yeah, and there can be more than
0: one or acts of kindness. But like, for You my, actually
1: have all five of them. You just have a primary. Re- it, yeah, you have a primary and you rank them.
0: But maybe for, like I could do this with my children, and this is something you can do um, with the older adults in your life, uh, leaving a note, like a really mm. personal note in someone's, you know, on their counter or just think, sending someone a card that you're thinking of them and they're important to you, that starts to create an intimate relationship between two people. And we cannot
1: devalue that or underestimate the power of intimacy. I walked into the office the other day, I was sitting at my desk having a day for myself. It wasn't that great of a day, it was a bit of a challenging day. And I looked up and on our whiteboard, you had written, you are loved with this heart. And it was so big and like in your face in such a gentle, kind, loving way. But on some level, I swear to God, you knew that I needed that at that moment. In that day. I don't know what your reasoning was behind it, but I needed that. So yeah, to your point, there's so many different ways that you can do that for people and spread the love.
0: And find get clarity, you know sometimes you need to ask for it. like if you are feeling a lack of intimate relationships in your life and you're feeling a little down and out, maybe read this book or just figure out what you need to fill that void and then assess who's in your life that may be able to help with that. Mm -hmm. It's not about looking for others to make you happy or give you happiness, but it is about a self-assessment and finding out what you need and then starting to give that out. When you give out into the universe
1: what you need, you will receive it tenfold back. Or bringing more of that just into your life. Like, have you been not allowing yourself to have that for some reason? won't get it yeah buy yourself
0: the flowers if yes. you feel like you want someone to Girl, buy you. F-
1: i buy myself a thing of flowers every single week <laughs> there's no guy knocking down my door well you know to what? bring me flowers you but it makes it. me happy yes. you, you yeah. know what
0: you deserve yeah so if you're feeling a void or a hole start to fill that for yourself do those things for yourself that create an intimate relationship with yourself and then you're modeling that and allowing that action to come in from others around you mm-hmm. um Give yourself a warm bubble bath or take yourself on a dinner date to the movies or whatever it is. Guess what? You may meet a single person next to you, even if it's just a friendship that is sparked through someone else being in the same boat that's looking for that intimate relationship in that same experience. Who knows what's out there? Just you don't have to be a victim to your circumstances. Mm. Go out there and get it. There is a life to live regardless of the stage you're in or the age that you're you're currently at.
1: You know sometimes too I'm I'm thinking about this in my mind right now but we walk into memory care communities a lot and we see um older adults that have cognitive impairment with the baby dolls mm. or you know the fake pets but I'm sitting here thinking you know in those moments those things were once a reality for them and an intimate experience and an intimate experience and they are yearning for that again. I mean, so many of these communities bring in pet therapy and all of that, but there is nothing like holding a baby or holding a pet the way that you once did. And sometimes, yeah, we just need that back in our life to feel that physical connection or intimate connection on you know, a level that we once had. And it's
0: not that hard. If you are a mother to a baby or a grandmother to a grandchild, please bring those children out into the world. Mm. All of these senior living communities, nursing homes, they need you. They need the energy from those children. They need the pet of that dog. Mm. Get out there. We need to do a better job of a society supporting older adults. Um, What do they say? They base, judge a society based on how they treat their elders. Mm. I would give our country an F. So we all need to do better. Get out there, be present, be available to others who need you, and try to create more intimate relationships in your life. You will improve your own life tremendously
1: through that experience. Can I have a hug now? Yeah, you can.
0: (laughs) Thanks for joining us today. And we are going to talk more about sex and seniors in another podcast. Let's talk
1: about sex, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great time.
0: Thank you for joining us today. To continue the conversation, follow us on social media at Dovetail Companies or visit us online at dovetailcompanies.com. And remember, change can be difficult. Aging doesn't have to be.